Hey everybody, this is your boy Garrett J. White, the founder of Wake Up Warrior and CEO of DKW Styling. And welcome to Warrior on Fire, Daily Fire Edition. Today's topic is this, everybody wants order, but few are willing to build it. Sit back and relax and welcome to today's Daily Fuel. All right, my friends, so here is the deal inside of this Daily Fire. Um, I have a swimming pool. This swimming pool has lots of toys. It also has lots of surfboards and floaties. And interesting enough, it actually has some floaties that are there from our trip to Europe. I still to this day don't even know why I brought those floaties from Europe, but I did. Literally. Like, we packed them up and put them in the suitcase and brought them back. My daughters and I, when we were in Italy, found these floaties in this little convenience store. We bought them. They were kind of like little see-through kickboards where you could see fish underneath the water while on it. At least that was a theory, and they're made for little kids, little tiny babies. But me and my daughters were having fun with them. We've taken them out of surfboards or boogie boards. We played around with them like crazy. So anyways, my pool in the backyard has constantly got toys in it. It's got surfboards in it, and it's got floaties on it. Um, It's got worms even in the bottom of the swimming pool. Worms, for God's sakes. I don't even know how the worms got in there. Like, there's literally worms. It's like two or three earthworms who are dead at the bottom of the water. And that also makes you wonder, like, do earthworms breathe? Like, I don't understand how that works out. Do they breathe? Do they not breathe? I know this. They're sitting now dead at the bottom of my swimming pool, and I still don't even know how they got there. But there's all this chaos. And Sunday, we're sitting there at the house, and I look out the backyard, and there's just surfboards and there's floaties and there's worms on the bottom of the pool and there's all this shit going on because of the huge play dates my kids had had over the weekend with their friends. And as I'm sitting and looking at it, I'm like, dude, it's distracting my view because from my living room and kitchen area, the doors all open up and you can look out across the swimming pools out to the ocean here in the Pacific where I live in Orange County, California right down on the beach. And I see the same ocean, the same waves that I surf every single day, just right out there, right out through my window. But this distracted chaos was blocking my ability to, to enjoy the view. And I looked at it and I was like, man, I really want this to be organized, but I don't really want to do it myself. And finally, I got myself inspired enough to get my ass out there. I organized all the surfboards, put them away, put away all the floaties, organized all the toys, put them into their boxes and buckets, cleaned everything out with the pool, except for the worms, which I'll leave that for the pool guys. And as I'm, though they come today. And as I'm looking out across it, finally, all the order is in place. And what am I able to see? I'm able to enjoy the beauty of my view. Now, could I have enjoyed my beauty and my view looking over the chaos? I could have, but I was so distracted by the chaos that was around me and so distracted by the things that were in front of me that I couldn't actually focus on the view with the same intensity. And you and I, this is the principle I want you to look at today, that it's often the chaos that's not being cleaned up that blocks our our ability to be clear. It's the chaos and the order that we've been unwilling to clean up That blocks our view. And so there I am sitting with this magnificent sunset happening, and yet all my mind can look at is the chaos that's blocking my ability to see it, the disorganization. I stack all the surfboards, I stack all the floaties, I put all the toys away, I sit back on the chair there with my wife, and I look out of the sunset, and it's like, ah. It's like that sense of a clean house, or a clean office, or a clean car or having folded laundry that's just perfect, or you know that pressed t-shirt or pressed dress shirt, but also has that nice smell to it, right? Those little beads you put in the washer that make your clothing smell nice. All of us at the end of the day enjoy order. Like we enjoy it when things are organized and orderly and clean. The challenge is most of us are not committed to actually cleaning shit up. 
And so we suffer through life inside of this game of constantly blocking our clarity and the abundant view that's in front of us by allowing the chaos that's in front of us to also manage itself and not be taken care of. And it doesn't mean that you have to take care of it. It means that it must be taken care of. And that may mean you have to delegate that responsibility to someone else on your team or in your life to assist you with this. Or it just means in my case with the surfboards, I need to get off my ass and go clean it up. So my my principle for today is this. Your chaos blocks your clarity. Your chaos blocks your clarity. So my question for you is, where in your world, across body, being, balance, and business, do you find yourself blocked? Your clarity is blocked because of the chaos, the surfboards that you're not cleaning up. Where is it? Blotch warm up a new weapon, aka journaling your pen. Is it in your body? Some kind of chaos with your body that's blocking clarity in the rest of your life? Chaos inside of being and spirituality that's blocking the rest of your life? Chaos inside of marriage and balance that's blocking the rest of your life? Or maybe it's with your kids or your business. Take that area, pull it, warm up and weapon, aka journaling your pen, write that down. Here's the area. And the second piece is to ask you this. Why do you not clean it up? My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's Daily Fire, parable and a principle. Up next is the Daily Fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of living the warrior's way found in the warrior book. So if you don't have a copy of the warrior book, well, guess what? Although this next Daily Fuel is going to be powerful, won't be nearly as powerful if you don't have the tools and resources to follow along. I would encourage you to head to warriorbook.com and get that book shipped to you today. Man, woman, or child is going to help you either way. So, with or without the book, here we go. And welcome to this section known as the Daily Fuel. All right, my friends. So you heard the parable of the swimming pool. That's what we we'll call it. The parable of the dirty swimming pool. And from the parable of the dirty swimming pool, we ended ourselves up in another place. And that place was what? Well, the principle of the day. We're talking about the floaties from Europe that we brought back from our trip and all the other shenanigans were going on. And we discussed this one idea, and that is that your chaos blocks your clarity. That your chaos blocks your clarity. So we're going to take that idea of the chaos, your chaos blocks your clarity, We're going to marry that up to the principle, or excuse me, the parable today from the swimming pool, and we're going to dive directly back into the warrior book, and specifically, the core, chapter 25, business declare. We're going to start again off with a quote. Quote is this, next to doing the right thing, the most important thing is to let people know you're doing the right thing. John D. Rockefeller Sr., American oil industry business magnate and philanthropist, Considered to be the wealthiest American of all time, 1839 to 1937. We're going to jump right into the first verse, starting here on page 326. One, there was a phrase I'd hear constantly as a kid in reference to Jesus who said, once you have obtained my word, then you should declare my word. Meaning that once you've liberated yourself, then go liberate your brothers. This was encouraging continual missionary work and a conversation with other people by going out and broadcasting it. That was the Mormon side of my upbringing. Two, the Catholic and Jewish side, not so much. But on the Mormon side, there was definitely a game of, hey, go share this message. There was constant game inside of me that when I had an an insight, I should go share it with somebody. There was also a second thing. In the obtaining of a witness in your life, the next game was to declare to the world that somehow your insights and your revelation didn't mean much until you declared it to somebody else. Three, we can have this drive and this discovery of knowledge, but if we don't declare it, that somehow we won't become as converted to it. 
With this declaration comes potential criticism and persecution, in which we find out very quickly on how much we truly believe in something or not. Four. The Declaration is an individual's conversion mechanism and being able to converse about new doctrine learned. It's taking your discovery of this content and the declaration of that content to other people by teaching it. In other forms, it ultimately converts your mind into seeing it differently. Five, this brings me back to my college degree in physical education, a.k.a. pedagogy. Side note, that's actually like the fancy pants word. It's like being a garbage man and they call you a sanitation engineer. I was a BE teacher and uh, they called me a pedagogist. Let's continue. Otherwise known as PE, the art and science of kickball, dodgeball, and tetherball. The game of being a PE teacher was about understanding my role in two phases. One, theory, and two, apply. Six, we would first sit in a classroom and study theory. The use of group dynamics, lesson planning, of dealing with young kids, as well as the management and movement of energy inside of a gym. Seven, my fellow classmates and I would have our books out studying theory so that we could then teach what was discovered. We would declare it by breaking into groups and standing up in front of the room in front of our peers, which is always a lot of pressure, and teaching in our own words a theory behind what PhD, what the PhD had just taught us in the book. Eight, when I would stand and start to teach, I'd always notice this trend. My theories would start to become beliefs in the process of teaching them. I had a concept, and then that and then, then became more concrete as it formed into a belief when I would then teach it. There I was up in front of the room, and I would find it very exciting to teach because I knew that in the teaching I was going to become the most clear. Writing shit down was one thing, but it became a belief as I made it my own, presenting it to others. Nine. Now, you might be saying, well, Garrett, wait. You can't gain mastery of this until you do it. Listen, I understand. Let's go back. Back to the pedagogy story. The second phase. Apply consistent to the two subparts, teach and do. So every single week, we would have these students teaching, student teaching experiences. They were goddamn circus. So, of course, they were super fun for me because I tend to thrive in chaos. A lot of the future teachers who were going into the program did not thrive. They wanted to be super orderly, and I used to piss everybody off because I would do my lesson plans at the last minute and participate right along with the students. I was always a slacker who was showing up at the end, and then I would outperform everybody, like dominating 60 kindergarten, kindergarten kids a teacher. Verse 10. Everybody was on their stars and their circles, and I was getting standing ovations by a whole group of five-year-olds who thought I was the greatest shit that had ever happened in their life that day. Until, of course, someone handed out popsicle sticks, and then I was quickly forgotten. Damn popsicles. 11. Nonetheless, in those environments, I could stand up and immediately declare. In the declaration and execution of that, I gained mastery. Week after week, this was our process. Discover, learn content theory, teach, and train. Verse 12, we would live that theory that we had been teaching, which then brought a more concrete system for our belief. In doing this, I left the land of believing into the land of knowledge. 13, here where you might have to teach a concept for six months before you fully grasp it enough so you can actually implement it into your business. 14, the declaration phase is simply teaching. This would require an environment to teach in. You also have someone to declare to. But back when I was going to college, I would declare to our peers, fellow future PE teachers. They were all like me and were learning, studying, growing together. When we got out the workforce, 15, when we got out into the workforce today, having easy access to like-minded, readily available people who are ready to listen requires that we have to search for them. 16. Modern technology greatly helps with this. We get to share insights online as much as we choose to. I have two ways of deciding how I would how I want to teach using this format, on demand or live. 17. One of the rules and one of the tools that we use is persuasive copy, which requires to get a good thing at communicating messages that compel people to do things. And another tool is direct response communication, which means exactly what it implies. 18.
your communication is going to start to evolve. It's going to go from general sharing and teaching of concepts to declare direct response behavior, which is saying, I communicate in a way that requires people to do something about what I'm saying. I'm going to train my people who consume information from me, which I'm sharing out of my own living scripture, which we refer to as the Black Bible on a daily basis. But when I share and declare them, I'm going to do it in a way that has you do something. 19. This is crucial inside of who you are as a modern man communicator. Inside of this, we must be able to bridge the gap between simply discovering declaring content in the teaching format and actually declaring content in the results format. 20. People look to leaders to be led, and the brotherhood inside of the warrior movement is making kings of current leaders in society now. If you're going to spend your time teaching content, we might as well start training your mind to start operating and acting like a leader, not a savior. Leaders have the balls to give people commands, orders, and instructors. instructions. Leaders have, that, have people consider different ways of thinking, doing, and behaving inside of marketing, sales, and systems inside of life. You're going to have to be able to do this. 21. Clear communication driven by direct response when asking questions and sharing information changes the information from simply a good idea and a, quote, oh, that's nice, close quote, to concepts that actually get people to move forward. In business, this means dollars. In life, this means relationships that matter through family and friendship expansion. Through your example and leadership and values, you're giving your team players opportunities to expand. 22. This isn't a small thing. It's a big thing, yet it's simple. Every single day, we're going to declare what we learned in our discovery phase. We're going to pick a platform with social media on which to share it consistently. So I'm going to pause here. Um, inside of this chapter, and I'm going to actually go freestyle out with this. So here's the deal. So we come back to our principle, right? Your chaos blocks your clarity. So inside of core four every single day, we're doing these, these actions, these eight simple actions, okay? Body, we're going to do some fitness, and we're going to do some fuel, okay? We're going to work it out. We're going to drink a green smoothie. Being, we're going to meditate. We're going to hit our memoirs, okay? Balance, we're going to hit our posterior partner and our posterity or power, okay? Now business, we come in. Now we're going to discover, and then we have to declare, and the declare side is the actually telling others about what it is that we have learned. Here's my declaration. Here's my declaration of truth driven by what I've come to understand. So I wake up in the morning and I read something. Okay, let's say I open up and I'm studying a book on, on leadership. And I'm reading through this book on leadership and I'm having some insights, I'm having some discoveries. And then from those insights and discoveries, I shift into another stage, which is I start to write those down. But the next stage for me is to actually declare it, right? It's in the declaration that your discovery starts to have some kind of divine insight, meaning it actually becomes decisive, it becomes clear, it becomes connected. And so you and I sit in this situation where we're like, okay, who do I declare to, right? To get your half a point inside of business, it means you didn't just study, but you actually declared to someone. So I was getting into the chapter here in the verse and where you could go on social media, and I did this for years. Right, I would post videos, I would post text posts, I would post pictures, and I would, I would be actively involved in posting and, and blogging and moving with content. I would study and then I would declare. I would discover insights and then I would declare those insights. Right, My podcasts, my YouTube channels, um, our live stream videos, our movies, or even down to just simple things, which is daily messaging my team. Every single day I have multiple different messaging threads typically inside of the software we use with our networks. And I've got four, five, six, even up to 10 individuals that I share insights with from what I study every day. I study something, I discover a new idea or concept. I may even go about drawing up some kind of an image and then I declare that to someone else, right? My daily fire 
that I use here with the Daily Fuel connection uh, was part of that. It was kind of where I used to, I used to do that in a business way, and I would share this audio with my teams every single day. The way you're going to get a half a point in this part of the equation is to do exactly that, which is for you to actually take a stand in fall inside of the following idea, which is to take a stand inside of declaring what it is you are discovering. You're not going to get around this. Now, you can message it. You can send an audio about it. You can share it verbally with somebody over coffee. You can do a video on Facebook. You can send it privately to a handful of people, or you can post it publicly to a shitload of people. But the ultimate game inside of the core four when it comes to business is in order to get that second half a point, you have to actually declare this to someone. You must declare what it is that you have learned. Now, let's dive back into our chapter here, and let's take a couple little, couple little look-sees here. Here we go, verse 23, page 330. I had an epiphany when I started looking at my Facebook page, less as a Facebook page and more as a daily blog. Uploading videos there became another format which I could share my discoveries and declare them into the marketplace. My podcast and iTunes, Daily Fuel, became another platform in which I could share my discoveries with the marketplace through declaration using audio. YouTube and our videos online with Vimeo became another format. So a lot of ideas in this chapter, and I'm going to come over here and we're going to... Head to verse 34, page 332. Again, we're in chapter 25. Here we go, 34. Yet we, we have to consider that, that then that your conversation is required to leave the land of believing to the land of really believing. A concept becomes concrete for you in the process of teaching. Teaching is what stands before your transformation as a marketer, closer, and a leader, not a savior. Every day I'm studying marketing, selling, and leading these topics to teach to the marketplace so that my declaration converts me to the theories and turns them into reality. 35. Within key four, we'll be doing the execution of these topics, but for now, inside of core four, when I get my half point for business under declare, it simply means that in some format, through text, video, or through audio, either on demand or live, I taught the concepts from my war map that I uncovered during the discovery phase in business. We're going to go to our points to ponder here inside of the general's tent here in our summary on page 333. Point one, we can have a drive and discovery of knowledge that it takes to start a business. But if we don't declare it, then we won't become as converted to it. When we stand up in front and start to teach, this trend starts to happen. Theories start to become beliefs. Therefore, in the declaration execution, mastery occurs. Point number two, communication, communicating a message to the marketplace and being a marketer requires you to get really good at persuasive copy and direct response communication in order to sell the idea. Point three, it is crucial to become a modern man communicator. You're a marketer, a closer, and a leader, not a savior. Inside of this, we must be able to bridge the gaps between simply discovering and declaring content in the teaching format and declaring content in the results format. Point number four, teaching is what stands before your transformation, which means that your, com- your conversion is required to leave the land of believing to the land of really believing. The concept becomes concrete for you in the process of teaching. Now, what does any of this shit have to do with our, our point of the day, which is your chaos blocks your clarity? The only way that you become clear is in the teaching. You ever notice this? Like when, when you sit in an idea and you study something, you discover something, and you're reading along in marketing, reading along in sales, leadership, accounting, systems, taxes, whatever the topic is, you're reading along and you, you get a certain level of insight. You write it down, you get another level of insight. You teach it and share it, and you gain another level of insight. And while I was cleaning up the pool, 
and I was putting all the floaties away, and this was creating clarity for me, was getting rid of this chaos. You taking your thoughts, writing them down, and teaching them is another form of eliminating the chaos and opening up the clarity. My friends, that is our final token here inside today's Daily Fuel. And, well, we're going to read one final quote here from a man on this topic from Texas. He said, leaders give orders. This has helped me a lot on closing the deals recently. You have to order your customers to get the results you're looking for. You get the results when you order, not when you ask. So you just finished the Daily Fuel. Now it's time for you to get access to the action guides, personalized, customized journaling, and association with others who listen to the Daily Fuel every day for free by heading to warrioronfire.com right now. That's right. Head to warrioronfire.com today and set up your free account inside of the Warrior Armory. On top of this, you know exactly what you also need to get, which is the new book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. That book, together with what you're doing inside the armory, well, it's going to take these daily fuels to a whole nother level. So get that account set up today at warrioronfire.com and get your book shipped your way by heading to warriorbook.com now.